Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden. And Lynn Evans is once again off. Did you realize, Nisha, she's had now about 15 weekends off? <laughs> Where Honest, is Lynn this she, weekend? Uh, you know, she's visiting her family again at some remote location. She, she has more life. time off than anyone I know. Well, Just so you know. I think that's a perk of being your own boss. It is. Isn't it? it certainly is. Except that I'm my own boss, and you see me going, I'm always here. <laughs> always <laughs> me too. where I'm supposed to be, Nisha. So joining me, sitting in, um, ERA One Source Realty is our guest expert today. Um, so Nisha Aurora has graciously volunteered to come in and sit with me and chit-chat. And then at the end of the third segment, as we always do at the end of the show, we will have Nisha talk about... Um, some stuff happening at ERA and so we're going to talk a little bit about what's been happening around the town the last couple days since we've met but first I want to say today you're listening to us and it's August 4th when you or excuse me it's it's August 6th but we tape on Thursday so it's August 4th so a couple birthdays I like to wish a big well first of all President Obama's birthday mm-hmm. is today the big yep. five five he's born same year I am he's exactly six months younger than me Really? Because I'm February 4th of 61. He's August 4th of 61. So anyway, just wanted to make that point. So happy birthday, right, to our good president. Next, we have my mother who is Aww. next tomorrow um, and Ann Cadnoran big birthday happy August birthday 5th so if you see her wish her a happy birthday I don't I always out everyone on their age she's the big 7-9 wow big 7-9 how about it how does she feel about that she's alright about it. she's not vain about that because she thinks she looks good you know she does and <laughs> um, she feels good so that's a good thing and uh, she's already given us the word that no party she's so Irish no party for next year I do not want a dinner with families all I want. I don't know if that's a hint that she wants one or not. Yeah. Like um, for my mom's 60th birthday, yeah. she made us swear on her that we wouldn't throw her a party. And of course, we had a surprise. We did a hybrid. Yeah. So I did a surprise dinner. Okay. I invited more people than she expected. All right. But did she? Was she happy about yeah, it? Yeah. So, so see, happy. I think people always say that, but then they're happy when they get it. So either way. But happy birthday to my mother, Ann Cadnoran. And again, yes, uh, the 4th of August is one of my dear friend, Dr. Michael Luzzi. He is 61 years old or 62, and he 
it, um, it just moved back to the area. Mike used to be the executive director at the Everhart Museum, which is where I met him when I worked there. And then he was at Lackawanna College for a while. And then he left to do some teaching and administrative stuff in New Jersey, which is where he was born, but always came back to Lake Cary because that's where his family was from, mm-hmm. that area. And so he is back in town. He retired and he moved back to Lake Cary. So oh, he's nice. back and we're happy to have him. And he is... Um, his birthday August 4th as well so happy birthday to all of those a lot wonderful of August people babies. I know my cousin is August 4th in India oh really my aunt in New York is August 4th and also my uncle Jerry my mother's uncle so he would be my great uncle will be 93 today the August 4th is his birthday also he's 93 he's living in Texas now um, with his daughter. He moved there last year. So not that he, well, he could hear us if they go online and listen, but Uncle Jerry Sheridan, happy birthday to you too. My mother, he, my uncle is my mom's godfather and they were born a day apart. Oh, wow, that's awesome. And he's still living. My mother's 79 and he's 93. How about that? That's so He great. was the youngest of 10 in my grandmother, my mother's mother's family. And, and, they, and most of them, the last couple, lived well into their 90s. Good genes, Laura. I know. That's a good thing. Good so we're, Happy birthday, Uncle Jer. So anyway, Nisha, this was a busy week, yeah. as always. Um, it's Thursday, uh, Tuesday, last, the Tuesday, which would be the 2nd of August. We, I was at Julia Munley's swearing-in. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to her. She... Absolutely her. is the sweetest person, yeah. and she really does have great temperament, mm-hmm. which they were all saying is so important when you uh, are a judge. And she just is so kind and so lovely, and her, her parents, who I absolutely love, um, Judge Mike Jim Munley, who is an incredible guy, and his wife, Dr. Kathleen Munley, who's on her board at the Friendship House Board. She just came on, which we were thrilled to have her. And they are two of the nicest people, so how could they help but produce a wonderful, sweet, smart, caring young lady like Julia. So we're very happy. It was packed. We were in Terry Neal. They had the simulcast in Terry Nealon's, Judge Nealon's uh, chambers. Okay. And then I guess it's Mike Barace's chambers that they did the swearing in, the I court, guess. Yeah, because that's the biggest courtroom. Okay. So he, we were there and they were all in there and then they had the room and both courtrooms were packed wow. with people. I, I can imagine. I mean, I think it was, that was a good decision. Yeah, it was. The I know. I think, I think it was great. She's just, not just because she's a woman. No, but. and she's the third woman, which we need to point out, which is wonderful. And as you know that uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said about the Supreme Court of the United States, right? When will uh, when will there be enough women on the Supreme Court? She said, when there's nine of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. So anyway, it's, it's, it's all good it was a wonderful day but you know what was really neat was that it, um her dad got to administer you know her oath which i just thought it was no so her, her father's a judge a federal was, judge federal judge yes is, is he still sitting federal yeah, judge? I, yes he's retired though but i think he okay. still does his yeah. thing and he was a county judge first and then right. when as he said before i went across the street yeah to to judge neil and judge um um 
how about me? I can't think of Judge Nealon's because, uh, as Mike Beret said, he the real Judge Nealon because Terry <laughs> Nealon was say, Bill William Nealon. So Bill Nealon because that's the name of the courthouse. I like, call smack him senior. it, Laurie. I would call him the senior, senior Judge exactly. Um, and you know he was and happy birthday to him too because uh, da, um, Judge Beret noted that he was ninety three years old this week as well. Wow. So he's unbelievable. He came strolling across the street, walking up the courthouse by him. I mean, not yep. that he, amazing man. Walks up. We gave him a big hug and a smooch, and he is the nicest guy in the world. He so, also sometimes likes to have a beer or two at happy hour. Does he? I All right. So. Well, let him do what he has to do. Go well, for listen, it. Whatever keeps him going, keeps him going. I say he's he's just a wonderful guy. And uh, But it was so neat to see so many people. Yeah, that's pretty like historical swearing in, actually. Yes. It was, but with her dad. So Mm -hmm. he used the Bible that his mom, who was a um, a state rep, uh, she was from Archbold, and there were four generations of public public servants in their family. And he, she, his his mom, which would be Julia's grandma, Marion Munley, gave Judge Munley, Jim, her Bible that she used. And then he let, it was now used for Julia's swearing in. And then he read what his mom read wrote on the inside of the Bible, which may, of course made me cry because yeah. at the end she put mother, but then she wrote a little note after it and she put mama. <gasps> and that just gets me every time because my Sean, when, especially when he wants something or when he's trying to be cute and, you know, lovey, he'll go, hi, mama. <gasps> and it, Nisha, it goes through me. I, I I could cry every time I hear it. He's your sunshine. He, I know. I just, just love like my it. brothers are. The, which is why, because Sunita Aurora was joining us today too, and she bagged us because she has one one of her um, crown princes um, yeah. home today, right? The so crown she's Prince Aurora's home. Yeah. So she. Which one is it? Sanjay. Okay. He's I, the oldest. He's boy? the middle. Yeah. He's, yeah, the, he's oldest the oldest boy. boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I asked him if he wanted to come host with us. <laughs> yeah, today. that'd he's, be great. Wouldn't yeah. Well, he's like. You know who would? Vikram would come. Yeah. Wouldn't tell, he? Tell everyone about his latest, new baby. <laughs> latest and greatest <laughs> injected, injections for oh, pain. I, well, yeah, because he's now, where is he, Vikram? Vikram works at Northeast Rehab. Um, so he's a, a physician there. He just took his job offer. So his actual real job, I think, just started. His fellowship ended. Okay. Um, so he's uh, finished his pain management fellowship, and he'll be practicing there doing, I guess, He's a physiatrist, so Mm -hmm. if you have a sports medicine injury or chronic pain, um, he's one of those doctors that can help you out with that. Do you think that he got that injection kind of need from your dad's anesthesiology uh, profession? Or You know, I have to say that both my father and my brother are very skilled with needles because they can give you a shot and you you wouldn't even know it. it. Okay. And Vic's given me a couple injections in my shoulder. And um, he, he, like, really doesn't hurt. I don't know. And he's probably less gentle on me. Being yeah, because you're his, his older relative. sister, even though everyone thinks you're the baby. He doesn't use any numbing on me. I think for his patients, he uses some numbing cream and some he is, cold He's spray. such a nice guy, though. Mm-hmm. So congratulations yeah. to him, too. He's, he's on vacation, too. Everyone's on vacation. See? He's in Nantucket this weekend. Gosh. We're the only ones working. Uh, well, all the judges weren't because they were all there on Thursday, Tuesday. So you got to you, yeah. they were every, every one of them. Was really? Amazing. Yes, it was That's of amazing. the county judges. Yep. Yeah, and some of the other guys were there too. Just schedule so. wise, that they were all in town, that worked out really mm-hmm. well. It was wonderful. So again, we're going to end with that because we'll get into the family thing. That um, it's a wonderful thing for Julia and Marion Munley, her cousin. Um, 
who she was a law partner with at Munley Law, also spoke for her cousin, and she did a wonderful job. And I, I was watching Marion, and you can say, man, oh, man, you can tell she's a trial lawyer because yeah. she just commands that mm-hmm. she just was so good. And I, I don't know, it just makes you feel good because they're cousins and they just, the respect she they have for each other and the love, and it was just, it was a great day. So we're, great day for Lackawanna County, the Munley family, and all of Julia's friends It was uh, and, and uh, associates. It was a great, great day. Now, I... I would ask, what was everyone wearing? But I guess it doesn't matter at this wearing. Oh, they were all in robes. They, yeah, they were all in robes. And then Julia had her, but she looked as professional as could be in her. It was either a dark blue or dark black yeah. suit and, and a white uh, shirt and pearls. She looked absolutely beautiful. Okay. And all the judges, yes, they were all in yeah, the robes. Yeah, they're all in the robes. Yeah. There's so no we could have the fashion body. police out on other things, but that no. was all, you know, the mm-hmm. robe did it. You know what I mean? That's not a good fashion police. Yeah, yeah, that's, they have to be jazzed up a little or something, don't they? Well, well, Judge Corbett has a collar on her sometimes, okay. I think, if I remember correctly. Well, like, I'm not saying it has to be, like, who's that one who wears that lace collar? Judge Judy. Yeah, like, I don't care, but I'm just saying, I guess it's just that black is just so... Yeah. Um, judge Brace always used to bust me that if I ever became a judge, I would definitely have a blinged out robe. Yeah, I, I mean, think come I on. I, yeah, what the heck? But anyway, and then also yesterday, I was at, have you ever been to Isabella's? Yes. In Wilkes-Barre, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess it's 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 bordering like Plains, Plains. Wilkes-Barre, I guess. Yes. Um, but I went, I had a big, big shout out. I went to lunch with Randy Williams, who is with Dan Simrel Advertising, dear friend of mine. And we met with Kathy McLaughlin Coslett, who works for Miracle. And uh, we had a nice, a lovely lunch. So big shout out. Randy and Kathy both worked. So this is the t- way back machine. Worked at WYOU um, or WDAU um, years ago. And Kathy was a reporter. You, you, I don't know if you remember, but she I was one, she w- wonderful. No, okay, mm-hmm. that was it before WYOU. So anyway, it was uh, we had a great time. Isabella's is great, and so it was nice to be with those two people. What did you have to eat? You know what? I, well, I happened to have a bowl of asparagus and it was cream of asparagus so I said could you find out if it's gluten free <laughs> and she said yes it is so there was no flour used in it and oh, it yum. wasn't really that cre- it was had a creamy consistency but it was it was much more liquidy but it was absolutely delicious Sounds so yum. a bowl full of wonderful green good stuff so that's good. What, that's what I had and it that's was very good like because Nisha and and uh, her mom and I were and Ann were out last week as I mentioned at Russell's and we are not Russell's no, basil. at basil excuse Excuse me. And we spoke, of, and Nisha also is gluten-free just because she it's better for her. Um, and so we were on the scene talking about so many um, things. I called Ann and I said, Ann, I'm so sorry that <laughs> you had to listen to all of our um, gluten-free talk, but too bad, so sad. <laughs> We monopolized it. (laughs) Belated happy birthday to her, too. I know. I said Mm -hmm. that on my show last week. Yep. And um, also, last night, Nisha, I was at the um, drive-in. The oh, Circle wow. Drive-In movie because they had a showing. You know what? I'm going to tell you about it in a couple of minutes because we're going to take a break, but I have to tell you about it because it was really neat. So we're going to take a very fast break. We'll be right back. You're listening this morning to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn.
Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden. I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my dear friend, Miss Lynn Evans, is vacationing, so she's off today. I could give her spiel, but I won't because I'll probably screw up something of it, but I almost could do it in my sleep. So joining us in her place is Nisha Aurora, who is general counsel mm-hmm. for ERA One Source Realty, and they are our guest expert who will be on in the next uh, segment. But Nisha's here filling in so that we can talk a little bit about what was going on. So I was saying before the break that I was at the Circle Drive-In because there was a fundraiser for the Lackawanna Historical Society showing both the Molly, the movies Molly Maguire's and that championship season so oh, nice. you paid a fee to get in and then the the historical society got so much of it back so it was really it was a beautiful night and of course i haven't been to a drive-in and i can't tell you how long uh, i don't think i've ever been to the circle drive-in now i the last time i went this is what i said the last time i was at the circle was when we had a grant uh, a country squire paneled ford um station wagon my father was with the wood panel my father drove my mother in the front seat and all four of us in the two in the back and two all the way in the back we stopped at roma pizza got pizza my father brought soda from his beard you know his distributor and we went to see oh to billy joe (laughs) that's how long ago it was and we sat through that movie with the tray of pizza and and a can of crystal soda or something it was <laughs> it was so much fun but anyway there at that particular one because then i said of course there's other ones that we won't get into that people have frequented ever since which you, you you're too young for i'll tell you about that another time but anyway um so it was great so we watched the molly mcguires were on first and i had never seen that movie yeah and i never really even knew to be honest what it meant or what they did so it was it was historical it was also because it was so filmed you know so close to home and mm-hmm. tamaqua and shenandoah and all those towns were were there so that was kind of neat to see it was it was a um a, a different it was a little bit of a history which is good of course with the historical society that was great and then we watched part of because the first movie didn't get over till after I was about 11 and then yeah. the next one started and it was so it was that championship season which it was so neat I, I want to watch it in its in total again because the buildings that aren't here or the things that are and what they used back in the 80s it's so neat to look back at that and know that it's right here in in, in our town talking about West Scranton talking about West Scranton's marching band and you know it was just you know Jason Miller who wrote it he mm-hmm. grew up in west side yeah. so it was uh it was neat to watch the beginning then we left because i was sort of beat but i do want to watch it again because it was so neat to see all those things i know scranton's a pretty cool town it really is and to know that that was going on then i mm-hmm. think it was like the movie came out in 1982 so i'm assuming the filming was probably in 80 81 i don't know i don't know how long it takes to film a movie maybe it was sooner but um yeah, I was trying to figure out where was I. I just graduated from high school, so you know, you're. That was the thing. So I was away for a little bit and then was back. So I don't. I, I'm not sure exactly when it was filmed. I think it's interesting that the people who live here, who grew up here, have a really strong sense of history and like to know about, you know, what happened in our town, where. It, 
where their family was during key moments in history. I think everyone I know is pretty interested in history. Yeah, and it's, it. well, I love being a part of the Lackawanna Historical Society because it is about our, just yeah. what it is about the history of Lackawanna County. And just to to be part of it is neat, but Marianne Savakinas, who is the executive director, does a wonderful job in general of just, her personality, the way she leads the organization, how she deals with the board, and the things that go on in that place. It's just amazing. And that that, you know, they are the, you know, the safe keepers of who we are and where we've come from to this day, which I think is so neat. But when you see something like a movie done here, it's so interesting to look back all Mm -hmm. those years and think, oh my God, that's what that looked like. That, Tony Harding on the court, like like everything (laughs) I was. I said, "Where was that?" When Meyer said, "That was Tony Harding's right on the corner." I said, "I I don't remember that it was there." So, and then I'm thinking, "Yes, I do." Then they moved to the middle of Lawana Avenue. So, I'm just trying to put everything in perspective. And which, you know, you at one point they were in the mayor's house of Scranton's house. It was it was the, the character of the in the movie who was Bruce Dern. Yeah, was he was the mayor, and they were at his house, which was this grand old house that you could tell was either in Green Ridge or the Hill. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really tell where it was. Then. As they're walking through this alley, they go to the back of the house and they come out of an alley, and then they're on um, Garfield Avenue or somewhere in West Side. And I said, "That now they look like they're in West Side." So I can see that they went from one yeah. neighborhood to another, and then they walked up to Hamilton School, which is where they played basketball as a group of guys, and that is now owned by Art Russo, who is a West Sider mm-hmm. who turned it into apartments. Right. So when you see just to see it, it's just really neat. So you just try to figure it all out. And then we left right when they were inside of the school in the basketball and the basketball okay. court pretending they were playing the game again. And the, the actors that were there, I mean, Martin Sheen, Paul Servino, um, Robert Mitchum, um, Jason Miller, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Stacey Keach. I mean, these guys were big, you know, heavy hitters, and they were all here walking around. And I was talking to Nada Gil Martin this morning, and she was saying that people said that um, Martin Sheen used to go to mass at Our Lady of Snows every day when he while he was shooting and go go to early mass and it just they were living and working around here walking around. I mean, I just think that's so cool. It is cool because especially because Hollywood is so you know. What well, I mean? you, it's Everyone, like that starstruck yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just so neat. And it, the internet wasn't there, so it was, no, it was, it was kind of, yeah. It you was, didn't it, know all about the Hollywood stars at yeah, that time. See them was, in person. Was it was really um, interesting. Just to look back on it. And what I love is like people like you guys and young people who don't obviously weren't alive then. You can see like the changes, significant changes that were made from, you know, different locations on on uh, Lackawanna Avenue. And what and even when we look back at, you know, when that was so filled with merchants and all the olden days, you think that's Lackawanna Avenue. And then what we grew up on and now looking back at the movie and now we're kids see now it's totally different that's so, so you cool. see progress which is which is a good thing well something or any was anything the same um not, I mean, um, not a, not really, because the stuff that I saw all was changed. Like they did the one part in front of the old Hotel Casey, which of course yeah, is not wrong. there anymore. The Tony Harding's piece was right on the corner where uh, Heinerfeld and um, Albert Hazuri's dental offices okay. and Michelle Birch underneath. Um, so 
the Radisson was still all boarded up. It was so weird to see that because there were posters like on the windows. The windows were all boarded. Um, they talked about, you know, Paul Sorvino picked up Martin Sheen and they went at the bus station, the Mart's bus right across yeah, the street. That's all different. That's all too. different. And um, he they walked in front of the Radisson and it was it was horrible looking. And you think, my God, it was so beautiful. When I was a little girl, when we used to be in the St. Patrick's Day Parade, we used to have to meet there when it was still open and mm-hmm. vibrant and we'd have to meet inside and I remember as a little kid like walking in and looking up and thinking oh my god because I twirled since I was three years old and I was in parades all the time as mm-hmm. a little kid and of course right up to my high school years and so I remember as a little girl walking in there and I still get that feeling when I go in there now yeah. but then it closed and then it was just all boarded up and abandoned and looking awful for the longest time and then right and anyway in the movie Paul Sorvino says I, I, I want to turn that into I forget what he said um I forget what he, I can't even remember now, but he had said that in the movie, and then a couple of years later, that's what happened. When Jim McNulty was mayor and all the things started happening, and that, that place was turned into what it is today. It's a really good landmark, I think, for our town. It's now. incredible. Mm-hmm. And then the Steamtown National Park edition. So everything, and I, when you looked across the street, there was an, you could see no University of Scranton buildings. And now they're everywhere. Uh, right. So it, it just the, how everything has changed is amazing to pay it and to really, like, I was purposely watching to see yeah. what isn't there mm-hmm. versus what's there today. So, so cool. if you get a chance, watch it because it's... It do, it's just neat. I mean, even if you don't love the movie, it, the, the the surroundings are are really good. To, just to see what things Did look they like. they ever think of doing a tour to go along with it? Like you know how they have you know what the no. office tour and stuff to the historical society, everything like that. No, um, and I don't know even know how they got the idea of the doing that those particular movies. Other than they're both locally filmed, you know, at least somewhat locally the um, Molly Maguire so I'm no I'm not sure but I think that would be neat because if they did know all of the historic places these people were in along the way that's that is kind of neat but no that's so you know Nisha maybe I'll mention that to Miss Miss Moran Savakinas to see what she says it might be fun to do around you know like a parade weekend or something when a lot of people are in town Mm -hmm, because Nada said this morning we should do another showing of it at the cultural center Mm -hmm. oh yeah and maybe having some Mm -hmm. Somebody there who knows, you know, with yeah, it that like would a be then and now kind of thing. Yeah, even if even if they did clips of the movie to show the places and then show them now, mm-hmm. to kind of like a lecture series or something. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be neat. Yeah, see, Nita, you're, Nita, I'm a you're nerd. Always, uh-huh, <laughs> you're always thinking there, kid. Now, were you, Nietzsche, Were you born in Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Like here? Yep. Were you? Did you live yeah. elsewhere? No, I was born at um, in Scranton at the Mercy Hospital. Okay. Uh, uh, after midnight in October. Did you guys move, when your mom and dad moved from India, did they come right to Scranton or somewhere yeah, else no. in between? Okay, right. so they... My, my father lived in England first, and then he lived in Philadelphia, and then he moved to Scranton. Okay. So he spent, hit, um, God, 37 years or 38 years working at Mercy Hospital, so he was there through, from the beginning. Um, and then when it got taken over by CHS, he left about a year after that. Mm-hmm. So my mom moved from Bombay, well, Mumbai, India, to Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> she moved from one of the largest cities in the world. Uh, Clark Summit at that point had what, two stoplights, maybe uh, three stoplights, and a McDonald's. I don't even think they were they have a King. bigger McDonald's. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I remember when we got Starbucks, it was, like, life-changing. So. <sighs> 
Yeah. And it was. That was the big thing back. But they still, to this day, they may, I love their lattes. Yeah. Skim milk latte mm-hmm. vanilla. I love it. Yeah. Um, also, um, I lost my total. Oh, um, when, so your mom, how long are they here? Um, my mom came here in 78, I think, 78. 78 yeah, or 79. Okay. Yeah, Long they time. got married um, in... Seven, no, she came here in 79, because they got married in 79, and then she came... It must have been 78, I guess. Yeah, so... Well, we're happy to have her. Yeah. Also, if you're around town this weekend, the Scranton Jazz Festival is mm-hmm. happening at the Radisson, speaking so of the Radisson, and that um, tomorrow night on Sunday will be the, uh, you're, list- you're going to listen to us on Saturday morning, so Saturday night it, uh, you, there'll be a presentation, and Sunday night, Blood, Sweat, and Tears will be performing. So if you're around and you uh, want to go over and be outside and listen to wonderful music, it's the 12th annual event. It's always a great time. Yeah. Always done very nicely. And, uh, again, Blood, Sweat, and Tears are the headliner for sat- Sunday night. And then tomorrow night, meaning, or tonight, there'll be um, lots of bands as well. So, and then the Jazz Walk, and there's just a lot of activity around it. So, it really is fun. Yeah. If, if this is a busy been, I weekend. Would, I would recommend going to yeah. everyone out there, because it's really, it, it, and there's famous bands that come Oh, uh, well, that's, yeah, that's the, the beauty of it. So, if you're a Blood, Sweat, and Tears lover, check it out. And uh, goes to the Scranton Jazz Festival. Again, at the Radisson. Go online, scrantonjazzfestival.com for the times and prices, and uh, but give it a shot. And we're going to take a really quick break. We will be right back. You're listening to this, you're listening this morning <laughs> to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And you're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Minus Lynn. Lynn Evans is on vacation. Hope she's having a good time. And I am joined today by Ms. Nisha Aurora, who is general counsel of ERA One Source Realty. Nisha is Sunita's daughter and is here as our guest expert to talk all about real estate, what ERA is up to these days, and anything else that she wants to talk about. <laughs> Hi, Nisha. Hi, Lori. First, thanks for joining me for the last two segments. Thanks for I having appreci- me. I appreciate it. It's always fun. So what is happening in the world of... ERA. So we have been super busy at ERA doing all sorts of great things. We actually spent three days last week in Madison, New Jersey mm-hmm. at Realogy Corporate Headquarters, which is one of the most amazing buildings. I can't imagine what it would be to work there. It would be so great. It's literally What is like, it, just funky looking or, or high it's, tech? It's or? one of those brand new buildings that's green and it's energy okay. efficient and they have this big cafeteria. I feel like it's kind of like it Google free? style. No, they didn't, they didn't really have much. <laughs> I okay. ate a lot of salad Slap for three days. The that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Aramark didn't do uh-huh, a good job with the uh-huh. there. But um, we met with the CEO of ERA um, Corporate, Charlie Young. And so he spoke to us and there was a training. It's called Brand Champion that we did. So we got to meet with um, brokers from all across the country, all different markets, and kind of get together and learn about the tools that um, ERA Corporate offers to its franchisees that we then in turn can offer to our realtors, um, which is a big difference of working for a company that's actually a national franchise versus one that is 
not because we do have that global power behind us. So uh, we learned, what did we learn? Well, we learned about absorption <laughs> rates and different spreadsheets and all sorts of fun numbers things that I love. Um, and Sunita actually came for all three days, imagine. And got up early and traveled because mm-hmm. you didn't stay there. You came, well, why would you? It takes, what, yeah. an hour and a half or so to get yeah, there? Yeah, we two didn't hours? stay there because we didn't want to leave my dad alone with Yeah three dogs. And plus you had a date dog. with Sharoda. Yeah, we had a yeah. date with, with our bestie and uh-huh. Sharoda for her birthday. Uh-huh. And, and you, too. Uh-huh. And a lot of wine at Basil. <laughs> Although you didn't drink any nope, iced tea. I didn't. I was a good girl. Yeah, Anne and I had a lot of wine. And a martini or two, I think. Oh, Anne had those martinis. lemon drop lemon martini. Drops, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was feeling it that mm, day. That's okay. It was her birthday. So I guess everyone gets the lemon drops on their birthdays. That's it. Yeah, so that was last week. This week, coming up on Sunday, is um, the Pocono Latin Fest. So we are sponsoring um, that event. It's at the Alpine Mountain Resort in Henryville, Pennsylvania. And it's Sunday from 1 to 7. It should be a great event. I guess it was. This is our first year sponsoring it. Um, So we're kind of trying to do some different things, reach out, do, you know, kind of reach out into the outlying counties. We do have an office in Stroudsburg. So the Latin Fest promises to be a great event with lots of great food and performers, and it's free, um, which is the public. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. It's free to the public. Where is it? At the Alpine Mountain Resort. Oh, Alpine Mountain. Okay, okay. So do they give, is this, how many years have they been doing this? I think this is their fourth year. So, and they get a good response from it, mm-hmm. I would take it. Okay, yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to hopefully there's some tacos and margaritas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. And I'll be uh, manning the ERA once yes, I'm real because you can, Yeah, and that's good because it's all corn. <laughs> yeah, it's a good tacos thing. Tacos are gluten That's a good thing. My favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did well in Mexico. But, wow, they're the food. I love it. Yum. So there should be, I won't be able to eat the empanadas. I'm sure there'll be empanadas too. Mm-hmm. But sadly. Only if they're made the flour part, you can't do mm-hmm. the flour ones. No. Anyway. There no. is going to be a tortilla making, um, tortillas are going to be made on new business, which I'll talk about at some point down the road in Scranton. They'll oh. be made right um, on Cedar Avenue. So, wow. yeah. We'll talk about that later because it's too a little too early. But go ahead. That so. sounds good. I know. Homemade tortillas. Mm-hmm. In Mexico, I had blue corn tortillas. Oh, that's they, great. They were amazing. And I had octopus tacos. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that good. It was kind of, looked kind of weird with the tentacles. I know. Out Scary. Of the, <laughs> no. But I had a sip of my tequila and then I ate it and it was delicious. But I think it's great that you're doing that in the Poconos because... Yeah. It's just something that, new and different. Yeah. Um, we haven't sponsored it before. And so uh, one of our new agents from the Strasburg office, she's very active in the Hispanic community out there. And so she kind of, you know, hooked us up with the info and everything. And um, so we'll see how it goes. It should be fun. I, I bet there'll be good music and dancing uh-huh. and everything. No, it'll be good. And it's always good for... As I always uh, doing sponsorships and fundraising my, all the time, my whole life, it's so important for communities to lean on uh, businesses who are there, who are staples, and who can help support them. Yeah. That's the most important thing you can do for people. And we kind of felt, I mean, we're a minority-owned business. Uh, my mother is a minority. Obviously, she's a woman, too. So it's kind of important to us to support other minority-related mm-hmm. events. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to give it a try. Um, it should be... I imagine as long as the weather's good, I'll have a good time. It's supposed to, it's this week? Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's, the weather's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. So there so, you go. And um, what else is going on? We, oh, we had our awards luncheon. 
um, two weeks ago on a nice uh, Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. at Blue Wasabi in Clark Summit, which was great. The food was delicious, as always, so thanks to Vinnie Lamb for that. And our agents had a lot of fun because I planned some surprises for them at this awards luncheon. We had a balloon drop at the end. Um, so we posted some pictures of it on Facebook. I think there's a slideshow somewhere. Everyone can check it out on our Facebook page, ERA1. But it was, there were prizes inside the balloons. And so we blew up um, probably 100 balloons and put them in this big bag. And then you pull the rip cord and all the balloons fall. But the catch was that you couldn't pop the balloon using your hands or your feet. So you had to pop it using your elbow or your butt or sit on it. You could use your teeth, (laughs) but you couldn't hold it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) And so who did it? Um, all the everyone who came to the lunch and all of our our great did realtors. it take long to get it done or did no, it no it was about five minutes okay. probably and it was really fun everyone and what enjoyed what it. were in the balloons like just just little prizes so I did some gift cards um, like a nice ERI backpack uh, some USB um, travel chargers for your phone because you know as realtors you're always running around you always need that extra juice for your cell phone to keep going. So we did that. So that was new. We kind of switched up. The awards ceremony had traditionally been um, quite solemn. Um, and obviously, I'm more into planning the company events now. So it, it had a little more get, fun to them. To get a yeah. little bit more fun. I don't blame you. Did so, you and, and I hear our girl had a pretty good showing, our girl Anne. Mm-hmm. She did pretty well she last our, year. Agent yeah, of the year Agent or of the year. So shout out to her. Yeah, that's terrific. Yep. Um, the Oh, well, speaking of our Facebook page, we revamped our Facebook page and sent out invites for everyone to like it. So if you're on Facebook and you're bored and can't sleep or you're sitting by the pool, check it out and like, follow, and share so we can garner some interest there. And we'll be posting more about our open houses and everything coming up on our Facebook page, um, which is fun. I can't convince anyone to get Snapchat yet at my office. Well, it'll happen. It'll happen. Anisha, are open houses still as popular as they were? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. It's Well, in the Pocono market that we service, they don't do open houses because it's a lot of gated communities, mm-hmm. so it's too hard, but in Lackawanna and Luzerne County, mm-hmm, I, think, okay. I think sellers like it. Well... I think sellers like it because it garners attention for their property, but I think potential buyers really like it because you can just go at your own pace and there's not that pressure of, that sales pressure kind of. So you sort of get to browse and see what's out on the market. But, um, and they are, well, there are some people who just like to go to open houses as their kind of their Uh, Sunday afternoon activity. It's their thing to do. They have no intention of ever buying anything. They just want to be a little nosy. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's the nature of the beast, yeah, that's, right? Uh, people just like houses, you know, and they like to see or get ideas of something mm-hmm. from. That's why those HGTV shows are so popular. Yeah, you know, people like to get ideas. I was watching um, the one with Chip and Joanna. I love that's my that's favorite. My, me too. I love that. One. I love. I forget the name. Uh, Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Mm-hmm. It's my Texas. favorite one. Do you think they'll come up here if we call them, Lori? I don't know, but I would love to have them here. Yeah. They are wonderful. The other day I watched one, t- I guess it was Tuesday night, where she had this guy make a metal stand yes. with the with the herb garden. Did oh, you no. see that no, one? No, I saw the one where she did the quote in the metal for the No, people. this was a qu- and you, she had terracotta pots made from somewhere, because it has magnolia 
on it because that's oh, their so and there were nine different holes where you put them in and she this woman was a big like loved an herb garden so it was right in her home, kitchen all oh, the wow. time i love that love it love it Got, well it joanna perfect. i guess stages the houses with her own furniture Oh, um, really? She has a warehouse. Oh, yeah, because she sells everything. They have yeah. that store. And, and those then, um, silos. When when you're done, when they're done filming, you have the option as the person whose house they redid to buy the stuff she put in there. They don't give it to you. Oh, they don't? Mm-mm. See, I thought everything came with it. No. My sister-in-law told me that. Fun fact. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Incidentally, okay. we've been staging houses, too, for some of our sellers. And so I feel kind of like Joanna when I go around. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best part of it. It's trying to figure out. Could you imagine you get that decorating bug out of yeah. your system because you can do it for so many houses? It's great. Well, it was fun. We did probably three this summer that we staged. Um, but by the end of it, I was done moving mm-hmm. furniture and, you know, the whole wrapping everything up in saran wrap and moving it. Ugh. And the warehouse that we use is my basement. I so. couldn't stand it. <laughs> that, that, no. But I love that. I love to see all that. That's right up my alley. But she's very clever. Yeah, she has Very great clever. ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, she really does. So, yeah, um, ERA actually is partnered with HGTV, our corporate franchise, yeah. for um, a giveaway of some sort. So you can see the corporate advertising on HGTV, which is actually um, the highest rated television network on cable TV right now. HGTV? Mm-hmm. I just heard that. Yeah. Well, it should be, I think because everybody likes it. Young, old, um, man, woman, everybody yeah. likes to see it. So yeah. it's it's interesting. Yeah, so, I love it. I watch it all the time. I but guess anyway. real estate is getting hip with flip, Finally, flip, right? With yeah. flippers and, flippers and fixer-uppers. And, and, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Million-dollar listing. Oh, I watch that. Too. And how about those international where people want to live in certain places yeah. and they take off and they live. Yeah. And tiny houses. Tiny houses. Do we have any tiny houses in this neck of the woods? We do have a tiny house. I actually have one listed on Melrose Melrose Avenue in Clark Summit. It's a very tiny house, two bedrooms, um, one. But a one tiny, bathroom. tiny like the ones they do? No, they're no. They're like little trailer kind of like yeah. You can hit. They're like nine hundred. Some of them feet. are. I think of myself whenever I see them. I think, oh, I could never. I could never. But then, maybe for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That I wouldn't mind, but I could. Laura, you'd have to throw out like nine tenths of your lipstick. Yeah, jewelry alone. There's no Mm -hmm. way. So, yes, I, no. Mm -mm. But they are cute when you see them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're really cute. Um, I, I think I sometimes would like a tiny house because it would just make life so You sometimes think it, yes. You're simplifying and minimizing. But no, I can't. No, I don't know what I do with all my clothes. Right, so. that's the thing. Your shoes, your everything. I can't know all my stuff. No, but um, so um, what else? We have one minute. How about it? So we're still actively recruiting. If you're interested in a career in real estate, give us a call five seven zero five eight seven nine 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 nine. You can email me directly at n a r o r a dot e r a at gmail dot com. Um, if you're interested in learning about the tools and techniques we have to offer to new agents or um, individuals interested in getting a real estate license. And so we have the rest of the summer to look forward Mm -hmm. to. Four more weeks of big selling season. That's right. That's always a good thing. Yeah. All right. Well, Nisha, again, you heard it. It's N-A-R-O-R-A, right? Dot Dot E-R-A. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Give her a call if you're interested in anything dealing with ERA or just 
maybe you're thinking, hey, this is a good time to get in the business and give her a call. Maybe you're and, bored. And, and that's it. Want to start looking at houses. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Be safe and be nice. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.